something about taking our time and waiting, waiting upon the Lord. Jesus even said in Acts 1-3 when he was speaking to the disciples, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my Father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Do we trust the words of Jesus? This is not only an invitation to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, it's a command. We trust the words of Jesus, trust the Savior of the world, the light of all the universe. Trusting in His words, would you wait? Our flesh gets irritated with waiting. Man, I just want that food now. Microwave it, zap it. I want my phone charged now. Why can't, why does it have to take 15 minutes? There's a sense of, there's a sense of waiting with the great and good things of God. Waiting is such a part of spirituality. Waiting for God to, to do something that's miraculous. Sometimes it takes that little bit of extra push, that little extra pressing in to go beyond the realms of waiting that we've ever discovered or tried to navigate in our lives. You see, waiting is where faith is actually necessary. It's necessary. See, we want, we, we, we wish we just had a God of immediate gratification, but that requires no faith. It's in the waiting and silence that faith is developed. And God is saying, Jesus is saying to the disciples, go and wait. Because what I'm about to deposit upon humanity is going to change the game. What I'm about to gift this earth is about to change the game. We can't just camp at the cross. We can't just camp at the, the stone that was rolled away. We have to look into the upper room. We have to look into these, these words in this passage in the scripture and say, what is the Holy Spirit trying to tell you and I? What is he trying to birth within you? This invitation that he wants you to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. To come into a place, the, the word baptizo means that you are completely immersed. If I was to take a white cloth and, and dunk it into a bucket of red Kool-Aid, that white cloth would come out completely saturated, completely dripping with the characteristic of the red Kool-Aid. In the same way, Christians are to be immersed in the Spirit, taking on the nature of God, the characteristics of heaven on earth. There should be measured transformation. Romans 3 says that if we join with Him in baptism, in being baptized into death, we're no longer slaves to sin. That if we are to die to ourselves, then we've got to pick something else up new. And so many Christians are on the journey of dying to themselves, but they don't pick up something new. And the Bible says, put on Christ, just like you were to put on clothes. How many, time, how, many, how many of us spent a lot of time preparing in the natural to be here today? How many people in this 
region of northern Colorado, Colorado beyond, spend all this time to prepare in the natural to be fit, whether it's meal plans, whether it's, hey, I I got the gym time here, I'm gonna do a, a, a yoga session here, whatever it is. But God is saying, how much more should we prepare in the spiritual? And that's surrendering to the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God wants to birth something within you today. And David found the words when he said, my soul silently waits upon you and from him comes my salvation. From him. I remember we were praying for some young adults to be baptized in the, in the Spirit and it took two hours of prayer to see this one young adult two hours of prayer to see this young adult completely encounter the Holy Spirit. Slain, touched by the power of God. He actually fell backwards. They had to move the chairs. See, if you want this power, if you want this power, it says, Holy Spirit, I'm about to do anything I can possibly do in order to receive this gift of the Spirit of God. God, I may have been walking with you for 35 years. Today, you can still be filled with the Spirit of God. Today, I believe that the spirit of religion is going to be completely shattered in this place. You're going to step into the freedom that the spirit provides. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. That there is an overflow of the kingdom available to you. Do you desire the overflow? Do you desire the abundance? I, for one, I I was praying this week and I'm like, God, this is not enough. I, I, I love what you're doing. I love what you're doing, but there has to be not just an incremental increase. There has to be just a shift of an outpouring of your spirit. This is not enough. You see, uh, we love Colorado rain, right? And we, we, last couple of weeks, we had a few days in a row that was kind of just an anomaly of the rain. Uh, but uh, typically here in Colorado, you see five, 10 minutes of a shower, and then all of a sudden it moves on, right? Yesterday we saw that. It doesn't matter how dark the clouds were, five, 10 minutes of a shower, and then it moves on. In Australia, tropical weather, it can rain for up to three weeks every single day. See, in our spiritual lives, we can have a misconception. We think we're in abundance, but we're actually in just a sprinkle of his presence. And some of us are not even in the sprinkle, some of us are in a drought, and we need an outpouring of the spirit of God. Why am, I, why am I battling depression? You need an outpouring of the Spirit of God. Why am I battling, battling poverty? You need an outpouring of the Spirit of God to show you your inheritance in the kingdom of God. Why am I battling with sickness? You need an outpouring, a touch of the Holy Spirit so that the Spirit of God can touch you and heal your body and introduce you to the real Jesus. It's your call. It's to wait upon the Lord. But there, see, the, this, this is the thing, is that we can shout from the rooftops all day long what the Holy Spirit, is, who He is and what He does for us. But there has to be measured transformation. There has to, that's why we, you know, we aim for, if there's a miracle in the house, we ask you, go, go back to the doctor, get written proof. Why? Because it's measured transformation. It's, it's, a, it's a proven fact, not just here by the word of someone on the microphone, but by the doctor they have given a fact that you have been healed so it's measured transformation see God wants you to walk out of this room with measured transformation a ripple effect from the from the very beginning of Pentecost that day 
You see, in 1994, in Toronto, there was a revival that broke out. It's called the Toronto Revival. It was coined the Father's Blessing. And some of you might have witnessed that, seen it, been a part of it. Some of you might have got on a plane and went and, and, and immersed yourself in it. In 1994, I was 14 years of age. And uh, it, was, it was in that transition from 14 to 16 that God started to really get a hold of my life. And there was a man that, was, that encountered God at the Toronto Revival by the name of Jack Frost, not the animation character, but uh, another guy by the name of Jack Frost. Incredible man, incredible testimony. And he shared this testimony of the Father's love that came out of the outpouring of the Father's blessing in Toronto. That the Father wanted everybody to know how much he loved him. And I heard this message and it wrecked me. It changed my life forever. It was a ripple effect from somewhere in Toronto, a ripple effect that chased me down. You see, this measure transformation in 1995, we all heard about the Brownsville revival. John Kilpatrick and everybody else in Pensacola, Florida, and the Brownsville revival. I remember my mom talking about it. It was just, it was, it was an incredible, huge thing that was taking place. And it started on June 18th, 1995 on Father's Day and they were just having a normal service and John Kilpatrick he testifies that you know he, he went up to the he came that day didn't even want to be at church didn't even want to sit on the stage while the other minister was preaching and he's just like let's just get this service over with they preached for about 20 minutes a really simple message on the love of God they did an altar call over a thousand people got out of their seats came down to the front and started to receive ministry. And then the, the glory started to break out. The glory started to break out left, left and right, left and right. See, all of a sudden, a ripple effect. Four and a half million people from 1995 to 2000 started to travel to witness what God was doing in Pensacola, Florida. You know, at that time I was still in high school. I didn't go to Florida to encounter this, but I remember the ripple, the ripple effect, the measured transformation from that encounter chased me down when Lyndall Cooley, the worship pastor of the Brownsville Revival, came to Denver to do a worship night in a stadium in Denver. Me and my friends, we went. I was not even a, a practicing Christian, but yet something inside of me tugged to go to this event. We were up in the nosebleeds. I could touch the back wall. But how many of you know I didn't need to be up the front in the, in the presence of the people where the revival fire was chasing me down up the back in the nosebleeds? You see, there's, we want measured transformation. God wants to see your life completely changed. He wants to see himself move in such a way that there is an overflow, a breakout, God's miraculous in your life to touch you and change you. But it takes us in this moment right now. We're about to ask the ministry team to come up and the worship team to come out. But in this moment, this is your decision. Do I apprehend God? Do I apprehend, the word apprehend, it means to arrest. Do I arrest God? Do I grab a hold? Do I chase him with everything that I have saying, God, today, I, I, I wanna be filled by your spirit. Today, I want this, this sickness to be healed. Today, this, this anxiety ends. Today, God, something is gonna change. Do you trust in the words of Jesus? He's inviting you just like he invited the disciples. Come, 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 there's a gift. There's a gift ready for you to receive. Let's stand to our feet in this moment. The ministry team could come out. The worship team could come out. Church, together, let's put our hands towards heaven. 
And just for the next 60 seconds, I want you with your own words to invite the Holy Spirit to stir your hearts, to stir your faith, to say, God, I'm ready. I'm ready, God. I'm ready. I, I'm ready. I'm, I want to get unstuck. I want to move. I want to move from strength to strength, from glory to glory. I want to move into a place of breakout. I want to move into a place, Lord, where I see the overflow of the kingdom today in Jesus' name. Come on, every hand raised towards heaven in this place online and in this room we thank you father for what you're about to do we thank you father we thank you for what you're about to do god you're about to move mightily in the hearts of these people and lord we open our hearts to you holy spirit we want to be baptized in fire we want to be baptized in the the purifying agent of heaven lord the all-consuming fire Lord, I thank you. I see today God is going to restore passion in your hearts. There's going to be a restoring of passion that God is going to just liberate you. There's just going to be this, this sense of, wow, I, I, I haven't felt this, 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 this zeal, this zealous pursuit of Jesus in a long time. I'm ready, God. I'm ready for all that you have. Restore the passion of my hearts. Come on, someone, some people in here that you've stopped evangelizing and God is saying, today when I fill you with the Spirit of God, get ready because I'm going to lead you in front of people that you're going to start to share your testimony and the good news and you're going to start to evangelize and guess what? It's going to work. Their hearts are going to open and the Holy Spirit's going to convict them and lead them to repentance and lead them into the gift of salvation in Jesus' name. So on the count of three, church, if that's you and you want a touch from God, you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, the ministry team is ready. So just on the count of three, get out of your seat come down to the front say yes come on I want more maybe you want healing in your body maybe you want breakthrough in your finances breakthrough in your business today is the day saying Holy Spirit I want you to touch every area of my life if that's you on the count of three one two three step out of your seat come down to the front be the bold ones today come on today is the day and today in Jesus name we're believing Father come on today is the day we're believing we're believing that God is going to touch your life Come on, that God is going to heal your body. That God is going to do a miraculous thing within you. In Jesus' name. Come on, it's your decision to apprehend God. It's